everyone, this is Myra. This is Paula. And this is Martha. And we are your hosts. We are here to help you level up with topics on self-awareness, confidence, and self-acceptance. So grab whatever you would like to sip on and welcome to Sipping With Us. Welcome back to another episode of Sipping With Us. We currently have a very special guest today. As I mentioned, if you follow us on Instagram, if you don't, please follow us at Sipping With Us. I mentioned that we have a very special guest who I dearly love, and her name is Clarissa. Welcome, Clarissa. <laughs> thank, Welcome. You. thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers for joining us and for Cheers. Cheers. being open about today's topic because, guys, this is going to be a fun one. We are talking about dating life, and also we're going to touch on friendships. For those of you that do not know who Clarissa is, um, don't already know her, we actually, she was our very first guest ever on the podcast. So if you're an OG listener, you should, you should, you should know. remember her. Yep. <laughs> yes, and if, you, if you're a new listener, um, I, we do suggest for you to go back to one of our very first episodes. Honestly, I don't even know which episode it was, but it's um, we'll put it on our Instagram. But she was our very, very first guest, and it actually happens to be about maybe almost a year ago since no, we recorded exactly her episode, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. um, she has a, an amazing story. She went through, I can never say that word. Bariatric surgery. Bariatric mm-hmm. surgery. And honestly, like your improvement just in the past year has been amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Besides the fact that I feel like our friendship has grown so much too. So yeah, we're excited. Um, go back to that. I highly suggest go back to the episode. You'll get to know a lot more about her because today we're going to mainly focus about her dating life, yes, <laughs> which which has been very active. She la- she's laughing about it. <laughs> Guys, we have a lot of funny stories. So as we mentioned, grab your drink, whatever it is that you're going to sip on and have some fun with us. Let us let us know your feedback after the episode. Mm-hmm. OK, so you only slept. Let's first start off with you only sleeping an hour and a half and you're yes. here. OK, I told myself. You're not going out tonight because you need to be up early and get ready for the podcast. And and then I got asked out on a date and I said, yes. Do you ever say no? Uh, yes. Okay. I say a lot. I say no a lot because right away, like, here's my thing. Like, I'm only going to say yes to the men that I can see, like, some potential in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear that, guys? So if they are saying no, it's because they just don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. even Is silence that, like if I don't vice respond, versa yeah. vice versa women yeah mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely because here's the thing like wh- why are you gonna you know entertain spend or, time yeah like my time is value why my time is very time? valuable mm-hmm. time i'm a busy person so busy and so if i give my time to a person like you are gold yeah like, exactly appreciate it like you're valuable, valuable and that yeah. not only goes with like dating but also friendships mm-hmm. you know absolutely like i i feel like as we age i mean we're all in our 30s now as we age i value the time interaction with like a person more because it's like you could be doing a million other, other things right now but here here we are yes. Yes. you know absolutely. like here we are right now we appreciate mm-hmm. we, we appreciate you coming and spending the time with mm-hmm. us thank you uh, you literally didn't hesitate when we were like let's do another episode <laughs> oh yeah i'm like i'm there i'm there <laughs> yeah so back to my I slept for an hour and a half mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah so i went on a date and um it's someone that i've gone on multiple dates with and um he i don't want to say his name but um he's safe he's my mr safe safe zone let's call him mr safe yeah safe zone 
you know? And so, um, he's definitely that, that guy that, you know, you have that friendship with, you know, you also see them, um, like physically attractive, Mm -hmm. but that romantic spark, like really truly isn't there. And so that's the challenging part. And Mm. so we were, but anyway, we went out, you know, went to, um, had a couple of drinks and then I get a text message from who I like to call my, you know, the whole Carrie and like Mr. Big from Sex and the City. So he's Mr. Big? He's my Mr. Big. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to reference all Sex and the City characters. (laughs) So the first one is Aiden. Aiden, yes. Oh my God. we'll, We'll get into that. Yeah. So then I have my Mr. Big and this guy, I have been back and forth with this man for like five years already. Dang. Oh no, I'm ashamed. <laughs> but he he's I don't know, there's just something about him. And so when he texts me like, hey, let's have a drink. Uh, I hate to say this, or I hate to admit it, but I told the guy that I had to go home <laughs> so that he could drop me back off. Like <laughs> get in my car. Boss move. Did Mr. Big know that you were on a date? No, he didn't. He asked me, what am, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just chilling, oh, having a drink by myself. <laughs> so I think just for context, I think we should explain to the audience that <laughs> Miss or Aiden, Mr. Safe, whatever we want to call him, that he knows that you date other people. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So here. OK, here's another thing about my dating life. I'm very transparent about dating and with my dating life. And so a lot of these guys that I go on dates with, we usually link up on social media as well. So all of them follow me on Snapchat or Instagram. And so they see it. Mm -hmm. They see if I'm out with another guy, I have been at places with a date and they show up. Yeah. And they'll come up like, Hey, how's it going? And like awkward. (laughs) Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Oh, so you're on a date right now. Yep. I am. Okay. Well, you know, hit me up later. I'm like, okay. See you later. Bye. I totally admire that about you because I think a lot of people feel like they need to like hide so much, Mm -hmm, you know, but when, when you're a high valuable woman and you consider that for yourself, then you'll want me regardless. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you'll, I'll be transparent with you and they should actually value that about you. Yeah. That it's like, Hey, I'm being open with you and you still want me. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, is it's not so much like that I'm out being, yeah. I don't know. Am I allowed to say a hoe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you well, know, I think we can redefine what that means. Yeah. yeah. You know, because like dating, I mean, I've gone on so many dates in this mm-hmm. last this last year. It's crazy. And I've had some of the best dates ever. I've had crappy, some horrible. Dates. <laughs> we're we're going to get into those crappy <laughs> dates too. some horrible. Yeah. And um, but I feel like you just have to put yourself out there, you know, because how, how else are you going to really, truly like. You know, I, I, one day I want to be married and all that stuff. Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's hard. Dating is hard. The older you get. I think what people also don't realize that dating is dating. It's not commitment. Yeah. It's like understand that if you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. they're dating other people. Yeah. But a lot of people don't have that emotional intelligence for that. You know, yeah. my most. Recent, I wouldn't. Yeah. One of my most I, recent ones. Mm-mm. I had to be very blunt about that. Because he kept referring to me as his woman, his woman this, his woman that. I go, I am not your woman. Mm-hmm. I go, I'm not committed to you like that. We're not exclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, we've been dating for about two weeks, you know. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, that one was crazy. Are you still talking to him? 
No, he broke up with me yesterday. Uh, <laughs> okay. So yesterday, a little story. I, I messaged Clarissa and I was like, you're ready for tomorrow. And she's like, yes, but I'm heartbroken. Oh. I'm like, she's like, one of my, what did you say? One, one of, of my booze. One of my booze broke up with me. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope it's not the artist. <laughs> and, and you, I don't even think you told me who it was, but I was like, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. So it's the artist. It was the artist. And you were oh, really no. into him? Yes. Right. I was, yeah, this guy, I was really digging him and What's crazy is, you know, people always ask me, like, what's your type? You know, I don't have a type. If you were to literally put side by side, like in a row, like the guys that I've dated, like in the last six months, there's no like it's a whole variety different. Oh, yeah. Like I've dated guys that were five, five and, you know, cute and short. And then I've dated like tall huge guys. tall guys. Foot, yeah. I've dated, you know, heavier set men, bald hair, you know, like. You really don't have a type. I don't. I really don't. And uh, so I think that's part of that's another part of the fun part of dating is is kind of being more open minded. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I need to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem like something that would. I mean, first of all, I don't have any dating stories because y'all know I've been with the same person for 18 years, (laughs) but I don't think I could do that. I don't know. Maybe it's, it's different once you're there, but it's just like it's like you I better be your exclusive or, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, I don't, but I'm I, not in the dating. I don't, so I don't want know. them to expect that from me. So I don't yeah. expect that from them. Um, but then it gets to a point like, well, at what point do you say, okay, I was going to ask exclusive. that. So you were into this guy. So why didn't you want to be exclusive. more? Yeah. So I think it was more like his attitude mm-hmm. on the way that he would see me like as a partner. And, uh, he, there was already within just a few weeks, there were a lot of red flags to me Mm. about trust and jealousy. Mm. And for me, that's a big deal breaker, Mm. you know, because I might be naive about this, but I automatically just trust the person, anybody that I meet, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm a good, um, judge, like a character. character. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, automatically I'm like, I trust this person. Until you give me a reason not to trust you, that's a different story. Yeah, you give them like I feel the same. Doubt. Yeah, I think that that's part of having an optimistic personality, like, and not be have like a closed off personality. Yeah, and but not he feel was like the opposite. world is against you. You know. Yeah, but he was opposite. He didn't trust anyone. He no one. But maybe because he's an artist. Everyone so, was like after him or trying to get a bad or what. Not, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's wild. Like you know, and so that really bothered me. And, you know, I told him, like, you're going to miss out on a great opportunity, basically. You know, I go with your insecurities because that's how I see it as. I see it as an insecurity. Yeah. And I and I told him and I go, you know, what's crazy? I'm like, I thought I met my match. Like, wow, someone that's, you know, confident and like secure with themselves, you know. And you know what I think it was when me and you um, talked about it? Hmm. You loved the way he wanted you. Yeah. Who doesn't? Right? <laughs> yeah. You were like, I just never felt like somebody want me that much. Yeah. Or, well, how yeah. did you meet him? He he messaged me on Facebook. You know, I was oh. like, just mentioned to you earlier. I'm like, I never get on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And he messaged me on Facebook just randomly through his like personal Facebook page. And, you know, he's, hey, how's it going? You know, do you have an Instagram? Like, I go, uh, yeah. He's like, can I follow you? And I'm like sure here it is you know i sent it to him and then i noticed that we had like four mutual friends i'm like that's weird well i grew up with all his cousins so like oh wow yeah it's weird but so anyway but 
Um, so that's how we met initially. And then we decided to go out, you know, one night for dinner and drinks and stuff. So we met like downtown Fort Worth and it was one of the most spontaneous dates and I had so much fun. Which I do. So funny thing is, is he asked me like, let's go out to dinner. I'm like, okay. Then he asked me to pick a spot. Don't ask me why, but I wanted gumbo that night. (laughs) (laughs) I never eat that. I don't know why I wanted it. So I told him, let's meet me at Razoo's. And he's like, really? Razoo's? I go, yeah, Razoo's downtown. And he's like, okay, sure. Well, you know, because of COVID, I guess they're still restricting like how many people and things like that. And so uh, we, we got to the restaurant, but they weren't allowing like any more seats. So we're like, okay, where do we do? So we were just walking around downtown trying to find a place to eat. And we ended up at a spot. And then from there, we ended up at Studio 80, which I don't know if you guys have I've never been. been. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like the 80s bar or something like that. Yeah. I've been years ago. Yeah. But we had such a good time. Like, we were people watching and, like, just being silly. Like, yeah. it was fun. Like, yeah. it was fun. He's very entertaining, obviously, because he's an artist. But uh, he had a lot of great qualities. He really did. And, man, we just, the chemistry was just there. And I really enjoyed it. But... You made, a good, a but. you made a good point about that. Do you guys think that chemistry is um, more important than like compatibility? There's like, I feel like there's always like this debate. It's whether like chemistry or compatibility. I think as you, I think chemistry just kind of like piques your interest in the beginning, but compatibility is what's going to make you work. Absolutely. You know, you need both. You can have chemistry with anybody, mm-hmm. but what are their values? What are their morals? What is your vision together? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what's going to make you work. That's look at your astrology compatibility. <laughs> I know. And I did look up mine and his. We're both Taurus. Oh, Our oh, birthdays are only that. like a few days apart. Oh, wow. I think that's what I love the most about you because you know how much I love Tauruses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but um, in the end, it didn't work out. And uh, so what was his excuse? So, you know, and I, I would basically he made a reference multiple times like the night that I celebrated my sister-in-law's birthday we're at El Chingon and we're having a good time no I did invite him but he doesn't like that kind of scenery Mm. and so that night he was at a family gathering and he kept telling me to go meet him I'm like I'm with my family like they're from California my sister-in-law's here like I can't leave my family Mm. and so and I didn't obviously and so but this guy knows everyone in Fort Worth and he had people like watching, watching me. You. Oh, what? That's yeah. creepy. <laughs> yeah. And so he kept, he, he mentioned, you know, about like people sending him snaps and stuff like that of me dancing, like with the DJ and dance, you know, and I go, okay, I'm, well, I don't, I still don't see what the problem is Yeah, because we're not exclusive. Remember, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, well, my woman, this and that I'm like, well, Stop it right there. I'm not your woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm having fun. I'm here with my family. I'm not, I'm being, I'm not doing anything bad, you know? Yeah. And so it's it just kind of little things like that. And uh, Very, like, possessive, no? Yeah. How well, old is he? He is 30, so he's younger than me. Oh. I think you're bringing up a good point there because I feel like a lot of times people, like, will see the red flags in the beginning and then they just like refuse to because of the yes. whatever chemistry or whatever they're feeling. They just refuse to like, they overlook them. Yes. I did want to touch base you know? on red flags. You know, they are very important. You know, if your gut is telling you like, this guy's not good for me, like listen to it and move on. 
And yeah, as and it's crazy because I'm like, man, I feel like I'm a pretty experienced dater. Ovial. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but with this one, man, he would have got me good because I, I don't know. You were smitten. I was very much. And he's like shorter. Like we're like the exact same height. So that's usually, again, like I try to go for at least taller. someone taller than me. Mm -hmm. But it like that didn't matter to me. Like just his character, his personality. Like he was, he was a really great guy. But yeah. And I tell him, and I mean, even though things didn't end well, like my last message to him was basically that, you know what? You know, you, I thought I met my match with you. And I'm like, but you're very insecure. Mm -hmm. And I go, Ooh, you told him that? Oh, yeah. That hurt his ego. You know, and I was like, you're very insecure. I was like, and you're going to miss out on one me. I go, but anybody else in the future that you're going to, you know, that's meant for you. And uh, what did he respond? He didn't. And that's okay. Like, I, I've never been a person that needs closure for anything. Like, once I'm done, I'm done. So, oh, and I think that's I do. such a tourist thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's another, that's for me, I feel like that's a benefit for myself. Like when I come, when it comes to dating too, it's like, I don't linger on and entertain a guy for months and months and months if I'm not like truly interested. And, but I'm also like, I don't want to be mean. So sometimes they'll ask me like, Hey, can we, you know, what can I take you out? What can I, you know, do this or that? I'm like, soon, soon. He's like, you always say that. When is soon? I'm like, I don't know. I'm really busy. And they see me out. <laughs> so let's touch on that because, you know, whoever's listening right now, I feel like it's fun to hear like dating stories and in, in awe, but also it's like, how do you do it? How do you attract these men into your life yes. when I'm trying to attract one? You yeah. know what I mean? What do you think? At least I'm, I'm sure you have self-evaluated yourself and like, what do you think it's about you that attracts men? So a lot of them, a lot of them. I know it's crazy. Well, one, obviously like physically, you I mean, men, men, men are, you know, right. Men look, men, that's their number one thing. Men are horn dogs. <laughs> they I are. Mean, but yeah, you want them to they, be visually. You know? That's right. They're not going to be like, oh man, look at her. She has a good heart. No, right. they look at <laughs> the <physical> first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're going to be like, dang, look at that booty. <laughs> Or, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the guys. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I, I probably do present myself a little bit more like you, sexual, you take care you know? of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I nice, need to do. you get ready. Yeah. I'd love that stuff about, I love doing that. Feminine you know I mean? energy guys. Yeah. Me that I have a, but I feel like I dress okay when I go out. You're, you know, it has to be the energy, yeah. the en yeah. energy you give, the you know? confidence you walk in right. I met a guy at a taco stand that he legit was like, you, I'm like, how did that attract you? Like, how did I attract you? Because I was being a bitch <laughs> at the taco stand because another guy made a, made a comment about like, I don't even remember how it started, but the conversation was about men making more money than women. And I made a comment and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I make more money than you. And then he, I was like, what do you do for a living? And then he starts telling me and I'm like, confidence. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I make more money than you. I'm like, sit down. <laughs> but then I know this sounds like I sound like a bitch right now, but I no. promise I'm not. And so, <laughs> but that conversation, like having this argument with this random guy, like basically he was just trying to standing put, up for yourself, putting, yeah. putting the women down. And mm -hmm. I, I'm like, Oh no, don't get me that is, started. Honestly, if you want to trigger me, that's how you'll trigger me. Yeah. I literally had that conversation with friends like a few weeks ago, guy friends. Yeah. And it's like, no. I'm I'm like oh, that yeah, one girlfriend that. 
like from the group that will like stand up to the guys and be like, no. Yeah. You know, so that was this me is that the way night. It is. <laughs> yeah, that was me. With a random guy at a taco stand. Uh, yeah, random guy at a taco stand on 7th Street. And then this other guy was listening in on the conversation. And apparently that night he asked me for my Snapchat. And then he's like, man, he's like, that was sexy. I'm like, what? He's like, just the way you were putting up a fight about, you know, standing up for women and, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and then here we are. Like now, I mean, I haven't gone on a date with him yet because I've been busy. <laughs> But it's going to happen soon. Mm-hmm. So so I think it's, it's I just think your it's just, energy. Yeah. It's your energy. Um, smiling has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like being yeah, when you're out, do you, make, do you make eye contact? Eye contact. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think, need to go out with you one night tonight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does have a lot to do with like at least to like be approach. You have to seem approachable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Approachable. But what's going to make them stay is your real self-worth mm-hmm. inside you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your value. How much yeah. do you value yourself inside inside of yourself? And it's like, I think it's letting them know it's like, I, I this is my value. Yeah. And that's my boundary, too. Yeah. So if you don't. Tr- and that goes along. I'm, I know I'm the only one here in the long relationship, but that's the same within a relationship through your whole relationship. You, you have to you have to, like, always set your boundary with each other mm-hmm. as to, like this is how you're treating me and this is how I'm treating you. So we match the level of respect or we don't have a relationship period. That's the way it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, just the confidence that you have, you know, walking in the room. Um, I feel like that right away, like that's going to attract men, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and maybe the blonde hair, I don't know. (laughs) Do you think blondes have more fun? Oh man, I've been both. So I'm going to say yes. I don't know. I like being a brunette, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I haven't colored my hair in 10 years, but me either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, first of all, I can't, my hair's too thin. It'll probably fall off. (laughs) Anyway, um, I want to talk about, let's get into some of your funny ass dating stories. (laughs) You've told us some of them before. Yeah. So what's the craziest first date? My the craziest one first date yeah oh my gosh um probably uh one of the most recent ones was and I'm probably not even the craziest one but I felt very disrespected uh this guy we went out to did well dinner drinks and stuff like that and um we're at the bar having a good time he's having a great time because he's buying shots for like the people around us and everything. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. And except for midway, like through the night, he asked me if I have Zell. And I'm like, Zell, you know, like how you can send people money, transfer money. I go, yeah, yeah, I have Zell. He's like, oh, okay. Cause well, I don't have my debit card, but (laughs) I'll Zell you whatever the tab is like right away. I go, okay. So of course I'm like, all right, you know what happens, you know? No, no, it doesn't happen. You gotta be prepared <laughs> for a fucking date. Like that's true. He better get an Uber, say I have an emergency real quick, but stay here. I'm gonna go fucking pick up your card and come back. Don't yeah. embarrass yourself like that. Or I mean, if you don't what like, if have you didn't know dem- until he was there. Well, that's what that she was saying. <laughs> like get an Uber and then yeah. come back. Yeah. Like don't I I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were right there already. It's like, do I really have a choice? Like at that point, you know? So of course I paid for it. And 
y'all, it's been months. I have yet to see that Zell transfer. Can you like request me. it? <laughs> I would. No, I would. You should. Yes. Uh, that's 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 that seems so like something paid, Paula would do. You paid for the shots no. for everyone. Yes, was- I paid for the whole oh, yeah. tab and the. Yeah, and so and then he had the nerve to ask me out again. Oh hell no! And I, I kept saying no. I was like, no, why? So I could get stuck paying for the date again. Like you told him, yeah, yeah. And then uh, like a month later, he asked me again, and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go on this date with him. No way, you did? Yep. And at every bar we went to, I ordered drinks and shots for other people around us. You took a I took. I ordered an appetizer everywhere we went. I'm like, man, I'm hungry again. Can I get this? And I would yes. have like one bite from everything. Yes. I know that was a bitch move, but. Did he pay? Sometimes you yeah. gotta do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He paid for everything. Payback. I didn't even you're, look you're at my You're playing wallet. his game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I, that one tab times four now mm-hmm. is what you're paying back. Carbo. Wow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of the crazy, like, just. Maybe not so crazy, yeah. but you know, I'm just like like I mind do that? like mind blowing, like, like really that that, yeah. that it actually happens. Yeah. yeah, I've been on dates where I leave my phone like at the table and I go to the restroom, and this guy was literally looking through my phone. Mm-hmm. Like I came back to him looking at my looking no through way. my phone. That is so. And I was like, "Is that my phone?" He goes, "Oh yeah, someone was calling you." And I go, "Okay," and he's like, "Who's Daniel?" And I go. <gasps> Oh, Daniel called me. Oh, okay. Here, let me have my phone. Thank you. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me go call him back. <laughs> and obviously y'all don't know, but that's my little brother. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know that. But I'm like, this fool really is looking through my phone. Like, and when I got my phone back, it wasn't like even on the call log. Like he was looking through my phone. Photos. Phone. Photos. No, like messages. messages. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. So Did you leave? Yes. I just, I went to the restroom and I didn't drive. So I called my brother and I'm like, where are you at? And he's like, oh, I'm over here. I was calling if you wanted to have dinner. I'm like, I'm actually on a date, but I'm leaving. Can you come pick me up? And so when I came back out to the the table, I just said, hey, um, you know what? This isn't working out. Like I go, I need to go. I go, Daniel's picking me up. And I just uh, went, oh went out. <laughs> you you told him. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... Dating is challenging. I've gone on dates with men that, and this sounds kind of mean, but they were literally stupid. Yeah. Like dumb. Like I've never met like a dumb person. I don't know if that sounds right, but I mean, you were, you can't even hold a conversation with them at all. And it's not because they're nervous or anything. Cause this was, I gave them the benefit of doubt and I went on a second date with that person, with that person. And and I'm like, wow, no, he's just not intelligent. And I I like to think that I'm an intelligent woman. And that's why. And so, yeah, you know, like I want to sit down. You want and someone a, at your level or higher. Yeah. Because you want to learn from them. You yeah. don't want somebody that you're going to teach them, you know? Like, yeah. The ABCs. Like, like, right. No. <laughs> so that brings me to that point that I feel like a lot of times. I heard this a long time ago. It's like if you want to attract a certain person like of quality, you have to become that person. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes a lot of people don't understand that it's like, it's not a fairy tale here. You're not going to be the maid and attract a prince. Yeah. So. You're not. It, that, that's not reality. Does it happen? Yes. Every once in a blue moon, but that's in not the reality. In the novelas <laughs> and in the, you know, 
um, Disney characters or whatever. Yeah, that's how. Th- that's the thing. It's like they program you to believe that, but that's not the reality. And if you want, whoever you are right now, you're listening to this episode. It's like think about what it is that you really want in a person, and do you match what you want at yes. the very least? Yeah, mm-hmm. because you have to be realistic with yourself. And if you feel like I'm just in a shitty part, a shitty uh, time in my life right now, then attracting somebody. All you're looking for is like an, somebody to fill that void for you. And it's not, it's, it's not healthy. Like you need a, this is why self-love is so important. It's like, learn how to first level yourself up, build yourself up, your confidence up mm-hmm. so that you can then attract the right person. Absolutely. You're not having, you're not having to like, if you have to, if you have to think about whether they're into you or not, I'm sorry, but it ain't it. Right. I think people, whenever they're into you it it shouldn't be be confused there should be no confusion it's like you're either into me or you're not and i will know if you are yeah Mm -hmm. you know absolutely yeah if i ever have to question like does this guy even like me no then i'm what am i doing yeah that's a no walk away you know and yes i've gotten my feelings hurt you know i've had you know where i've met men and then in the long run i'm like wow i really like them but you know what? They saw something in me that they were like, no, she's not the one for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been rejected too, you know, but it's okay. That's okay. I love how you were even talking about that because that's not something easy to talk about, like being rejected. Yeah. You know, um, what, what did it make you feel in those moments and why do you think you were rejected? Oh yeah. I mean, obviously it's a hit to your ego, you know, and yeah. I start I started questioning yourself, myself, like what, what is it? Like, am I not pretty enough or am I not thin enough? Like, do I need to lose mm-hmm. more, 10 more pounds? Do I need to, you know, and then you just start questioning like your physical part and then your character, like, and, and then I thought, no, no. You probably intimidate them. You know, that's what they, I, I get that a lot, but. But I'll say, man, don't get intimidated. Yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. did a poll. They're, they don't like to admit that to themselves. Yeah. yeah. But they do. And you know, mm-hmm. like my safe guy, we've had that conversation. So like, that's the thing about my relationship with him is that it was built on friendship. Mm -hmm. So we've had these conversations. Like I've legit asked him like, why is it that some men, you know, do this or do that? Like, why did they, you know, run away? Why do they, you know, why was I rejected this, you know, by this guy? And he's like, you're intimidating. I go, how, like, how am I? I'm like one of the sweetest people I know. (laughs) And so, but he made a good point and he pointed out that when men meet women that are so just like independent and they got their shit together, he goes, they realize, man, she doesn't technically need me. She Mm -hmm. wants you. Yeah. And I, and he's like, but it's scary. And I'm like, but that's the point. Exactly. I don't need you. I go, so if you're in my life, it's because I want you there. So feel special about it. Yeah. And he's like, but we don't see it that way. He's like, he's, you know, his previous relationship, he was in a relationship for seven years and he talked about her and how she needed him a lot. She needed him financially. She, you know, they lived together. And so he, he was used to like having a woman that was like somewhat dependent on him. Mm-hmm. That, that and he's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see it like that. I don't see it like that. I think that if you really look into like feminine and masculine energy, masculine energy wants to provide. They they need to feel needed. One thing about guys, mm-hmm. they need to feel needed. Right. And so like, I think in, in the current climate that we're at with, when it comes to like independent women, it's so easy to like push people away because you are too focused on being too independent and being too like, 
I'm not saying don't be, be, but just the energy that you're giving off is pushing people away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it can push people away because at the end of the day, no matter how successful the guy is, he still wants you to feel or that you are, he wants still wants you to feel that you need him. Like for me, I don't, I don't want to be out in the garden doing shit. I don't, I still want, and, and, you know, sometimes that can seem like a little selfish when I talk about it, even about my husband or whatever, but no, I, I like him doing shit for me mm-hmm. and he wants to do it for me because I allow him to, I'm okay with like, yes, do it for me. I want yeah. you to. And yeah, I don't have a problem that just take that. it up to the max where they want to be babied like everything. Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess if you yeah. don't have nothing going on for yourself. Yeah. Then yeah. yeah. And so when, when he's, he's like, and with you, he's like, it's, you don't need me. And I feel he's like, and it's, and it's intimidating because I feel like if I get in a relationship with you and I do something to piss you off or something that you're not like you satisfied okay. with, you're going to be like, bye, mm-hmm. go. Like, I don't need you in my life. So then level yourself up. Yeah, there's so many women that they depend on their man, like they get stuck and miserable in the relationship because they need them financially. I know some people. I know some. That's like it's sad. Mm -hmm. It is sad, but I think that if you're if you're one of those women, you're listening to this episode. I hope that whatever you're hearing from today helps you kind of take that initiative for yourself. Like if you're unhappy right now and you feel like I'm so unhappy with my marriage or relationship, but I feel like I need him financially. Most of the time, it's financially, right? Mm Um, or because you feel like I'm not going to find anybody else. It's like, blame it on the kids or the kids. Yeah. It's like you can, but you don't believe in yourself enough. So don't focus on the outcome of it, whether I will find somebody, whether, you know what I mean? Focus on what can you do right now to start building yourself up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you need to start going to the gym to make yourself feel better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you need to start maybe going back to school? Maybe whatever it is for you, but like start with you. Yeah. Because if I see this happen a lot and I've seen these comments or posts or whatever, um, how if you left a toxic relationship and you don't you don't heal yourself to understand what it is that attracted you to the toxicity of it, you're just going to attract it again. Mm -hmm. And that happens so much in life. I I, happen to one of my cousins. You know what I mean? Um, And it's crazy because I. I had that idea of it before, but now I understand it better. And it's like, why are you with the same type? You literally attracted the same type of person in your life. Yeah. And it's because, first of all, you didn't give yourself space. You didn't heal yourself. Time. So it's just going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, people don't want to. It's so easy to avoid that healing part of yourself. And people always feel like uh, somebody's going to come and fill it for you. Right. It's not. It's just going to happen again or worse. Yeah. And you're just going to move on from one to another to another. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was single for a long time before I got into another relationship and that, and then even that relationship was like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And so, and, but it was because I left such a horrible toxic relationship and it took me four or five years of like healing for myself. And I redirected like my priorities and my energy back into my life, back to me and I'm like, no, I'm going to work on my health. I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to school. You know, I, during those years, I got my bachelor's degree. You know, I started going back to the gym. And, you know, so I made a lot of self-improvements mm-hmm. during that time. That and that's important, me. you know. I left my seven-year relationship, and that's been three years ago, mm-hmm. going on four, I think. Yeah. And I'm about to graduate. Like, I'm, I'm bettering myself. Yeah. Learn from it. 
that time is absolutely needed, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, Martha, you made a good point because how you feel about yourself and how you project to others, like that's the type of men that is going to be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's funny is that when I truly like started to, you know, feel that and, you know, really try to build up when you built it up. Yeah. I was intimidated by the beautiful men that would, it would like approach me thinking like, is this a joke? Like, or you really are attracted to me, you know? And then, and then I started realizing like, wow, you know what? I'm not that ugly, you yeah. know? Girl, you're not <laughs> right. ugly. At all. You're yes. beautiful. I think what you're just saying right now ties in kind of piggybacks on like the last episode that we, that we have, because we talked about how you're afraid of success, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily always be monetary. This is a good example of that. When you feel like, oh, I'm starting to receive, you can, it's so easy to self-sabotage yourself Mm -hmm. because you still don't feel worthy of it. Yeah. Like sometimes your mind hasn't even caught up to the progress. Yes. And then you you make mistakes by dating men that are not at your level. Yeah. And I made that mistake at the beginning. Because it's safe. Yeah. And I made that mistake at the very beginning when I really like put myself out there to start dating and was really open about it. And it just happened to be like when COVID hit too. So Mm -hmm. That was the challenging part. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I had some guys that were very creative with their dates with, wow. when it came to like the whole COVID stuff, um, especially like April, May, when it was like just starting, around, just starting. And so and that was like really nice just to like, wow, you thought about this. Like, like, what? like so one of one of my fun dates was um, I love micheladas. OK, that's my thing. I love a good michelada. Mm-hmm. And so he knew that. And, um, so the bars were not open, like nothing really was open. So what he did was we went and he like mapped out like all over DFW, the different Michelada stands. Mm -hmm. And we literally were like bar hopping, but like truck Micheladas hopping like all over Fort Worth and Dallas. And well, okay. We were drinking and driving. He was, I mean, he wasn't, (laughs) I was, I was drinking. He was driving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to, you know. Why clarify that? <laughs> yeah. So we were driving around, but he was cool with, you know, like making sure that I had a good time. And um, so that was to me, I thought that was a very creative date, mm-hmm. you know, knowing the situation that we're all he in. He wanted to make it special. Yeah. So, you know, that was cool. But he was also one of the ones that I'm like, I cannot have a conversation with this guy. He doesn't. Do you think like thinking back to like your dates that you haven't had a good conversation with, do you think it's because they just don't know themselves really? Or that's just who their personality. I mean, I just don't, I don't believe that there's a human out there that is boring. I just think that they don't no, know not, themselves yet. It's not that they're boring. It's just that they just don't have the intelligence. Yeah. Well, exactly. that's what I'm saying. They don't know themselves. They haven't developed their themselves enough to get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I usually I'll date be- older men. So I'm, so that to me is very, it's such a turnoff. I'm like, you're in your mid thirties or you're in your late thirties and you still don't know. Like, so what do they talk about? What do you mean? Like the ones that don't have good conversations? Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Guys- <laughs> or they'll just talk to me about uh, like basic stuff, just super basic. Uh, I mean, they'll talk about their job, but you know, one of them was like a truck driver mm-hmm. and and I'm like, oh, tell you know, what was your favorite state? You know, like, at, you know, because truck drivers travel all over mm-hmm. the U.S. Oh, um, uh, you know, like just no mm-hmm. conversation. I'm like asking a million questions like, OK, I cannot continue whole, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just and then you, and I always ask like open ended questions. So it's not like he's just giving me a yes or no. And so it's just little things like that. Or when we talk about education, um, 
you know, he, they just don't get it. Like, I don't know. Some people just, just don't. Yeah. That's just how they are. And sadly. Yeah. I, I think to piggyback on that, I think it is how you are, but it doesn't have to be where you stay. Use whatever um, example you had bad, bad, like for them, not for you. Them as far as, or I, I like how you give them commentary back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes you need that heart, tough love. And it's like, I just feel like we don't have good conversation or whatever. And hopefully they use that to their advantage. Either they're going to use it to their advantage to grow from it, or you're going to have to find somebody that matches your level yeah. of conversation, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that's not being, oh, you know, I think I'm too good for you. Well, technically I am. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I mean, yeah. you are leveled up. And if they're not there yet, then that's on them. You yeah, don't have to baby di- them. There's different levels for everybody. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Somebody has some, to somebody's going to meet that yeah, guy that and they're going to be but what completely I'm saying, smitten. And like, that's the love of my life. What I'm you, saying, if, if you are listening to this and you are that person you're afraid of a successful woman. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to find a woman to match it. You can focus on leveling yourself up to find a woman like that or to find a man like that. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. So. And I feel like sometimes people just like to get stuck where they are. And it's like, no, you can always grow. That's you know? settling. Yeah. Not That's... settling or whatever. But um, I do want to kind of transition it into friendships now. Yeah. Um. And I want to kind of start off with ours, you know, Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of the reason why you're still here, it's like, I feel like we have built on our friendship since the last time. Yeah, absolutely. That you have came to us. And and it has a lot to do with compatibility again, you know, for all of us, Mm -hmm. really. Um, The same thing that we're talking about relationships for dating is the same theory you should apply to your friendships. It's like. So I think a lot of times people, friendships is not really something that is really talked about. And I think because there, it's just like, there's a lot of unsaid words, uh, feelings out there about friendships, mm-hmm. you know? And I think some things are better left unsaid or whatever, but if you're like somebody that in life right now you're dealing with, I don't have a lot of friends. I don't know, even know where to start making friends, especially in our age, it's a lot harder to make friends. Mm-hmm it's really hard because you've already built a life and you already have, I feel like the older you get, the more vulnerable you are because you have in a sense, more baggage to yourself, you know? But, um, I think for us, it was just the fact that we're compatible with our visions as far as like, I feel like you're a woman that obviously is always going to strive for more as we are too, Mm -hmm. obviously with the podcast and everything we have going on. But, um, and that attracts people. You, you are compatible with each other. Yeah. You know, now if you're somebody that I don't know where my life is at, we're probably not going to be as compatible because I'm not there anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that doesn't mean like I have, I really have a problem, especially this is why I think social media can be so toxic. I have a problem with all these posts and everything that says, oh, you know what I mean? If they're no longer, um, at your level, whatever, then bye. It's like, no, some people need you to help raise them up. Yeah. So I'm just, I think that's like my loyalty and friendship. I I can never, I don't even have an example of somebody that like a toxic friendship or anything that I broke off family member. Yes. Or whatever, but that it broke off because you weren't at my level. Like what kind of shit is that? Like, that means that I think I'm too good for you and I wasn't willing to help you. You know what I mean? But some people don't want to 
I've had but I don't even have that in my life like yeah. people, I don't I don't surround myself around that right. I don't even think it's like the, the fact of just stopping the friendship just because you're not on my level but it is where you outgrow friendships yeah you outgrow like I'm not saying like I completely stopped talking to them you but it's not yeah it's not like before yeah because yeah. we're yeah. at different levels and I think that's normal uh, Listen, guys, you have a whole lifetime. I feel like sometimes we think like, oh, you know, I'm already in my 30s. I'm already here. Like, the, who we're the really, people who really I have. Don't, though. We yeah. don't really have a lifetime because we just never know. Life no, you, you don't ever know. But also understand, I think what I'm saying based on that, understand that where you are right now is not where what it's going to be forever because you have the power to change that. Mm-hmm. You have the power to attract the quality people you want in your life. And that can happen in a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to happen today. But it can happen. You have to make a decision for that to happen in your you life, though. You have to though. do something about it. You can't just sit there and think, oh, it's going to come to me and things are going to change. No. You have to change something within well, yourself, your surrounding, where you're going, who you're talking to, who you're hanging out with. Like, mm-hmm. It's not just going to happen magically overnight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's just putting yourself in situations that are going to essentially attract that. Like, I don't I don't want to say lead with that because then you're putting a lot of expectation in the outcome of of like the friendship or whatever you're the people you're going to attract. It's like, start within yourself. It's like, you know what? I'm just not happy with the people around me. I feel like there's too much toxicity in my family and my friendships. I don't feel like they help me grow. The conversations are very, you, you know what? I think the number one, um, the number one flag, red flag is having bad friendships is that you're a gossiper. Mm. If you're like the number one gossiper or, or your circle is all about gossip, that's not where it's at because you're consume everything is energy, right? So I feel like when you consume so much gossip, it's already so negative. Yeah. yeah. You know? Instead of being in conversations with people that are like, and don't get me wrong, everybody gossips. We all gossip. I'm not gonna be that toxic person that tells you nobody gossips. We all do in some in one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you're doing it because you just understand why it is that you're doing it. Are you doing it because Are you're you trying bored? to make yourself feel no, you're trying to make yourself feel better by talking about somebody mm-hmm. else because you ain't got shit going on with for yourself. Yeah. Or you're bored with yourself. Or yeah. you're bored with understand your why you're doing it. Now, if you're doing it because you just generally have a concern about a person and you're trying to put minds together to figure out what's going on, like that's a that's, little different. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but I feel like gossip is the number one red flag for you to evaluate your evaluate your friendships and you it doesn't have to be like cold turkey you know what i mean like as in like i'm cutting you off i'm not gonna have you in my life period you could do it gradually and in in a sense you can still keep it hopefully you are the person that changes and that helps that other people level up too Mm -hmm. because we all need people to inspire us in life Mm -hmm. you know i'm constantly inspired by people around me by y'all by you like you have to stay in a I choose to be inspired instead I choose to be jealous mm-hmm. which um I told you yesterday we needed to touch on that subject. Oh yeah. What do you I think share. about what do y'all think about that uh idea like when people are jealous of you like friends I don't know I just guess I, I think I think like how you said earlier is because are they really jealous of you or or of what you're doing with Set your life? projection. Mhm. How do you handle that if you feel that? Like that if I feel that towards someone? No, if they if you feel like they sense it towards you, maybe. I mean, I just don't talk to them as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I know. I know when someone is like, oh, it's cause, you know, or you hang out with this person more than you hang out with me. I'm, I just don't go along with it. hmm Good point. And I've always said that. 
I just, I don't entertain those ideas or feelings. Yeah. I don't give them energy or time. Like if we don't I hope that your mind changes. Yeah. If you don't yeah. understand what I'm doing and what I'm going through, then we have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. If anything is like, I hope I inspire you and not in a way, not in a catty way, but it's just like, I hope you don't feel so low of yourself that you feel like I'm unreachable to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I want you to be there. Like I'm, I could be whatever you want or whatever, but I'm a very loyal person with the people that I love. Yes. Mm-hmm. As far as like, through thick and thin, I'm going to always, we're going to be, we're going to be friends. We're going to, you know what I mean? Because first of all, we help each other level up. Right. And I think for me, that's such a strong conversation because I am that person that's very out there sometimes. And I can be seen very selfish, very self-absorbed or whatever in life. But it's like, that's my personality. And I always say, if you're not somebody that can at least appreciate that, you're going to like feel like shit around me because that's my personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to make you feel very triggered in your life yeah. because that's just the way I am. And I'm refused to lower myself to just make you feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have this one saying that I always say, and I've said it a couple of times, like for people that are like watching you from the sidelines, they're kind of jealous. I was like, hey, if you want to ride with me, let's go. There's room for everyone. You know, don't just watch from the sidelines. Like you can ride on too on this ride. Yeah. Put your ego aside. And exactly. You know what I mean? And appreciate, hey, you know, I'm so proud of you, like what you're doing. I want to, I want to be like you or, mm-hmm. or, you know, there's always something to gain. I feel like people have a lot of trouble saying that from each other. It's like, I always say this through conversations or through like people that we have on the podcast. It's like, I always gain something. Yeah. Whatever it is. If, if it's one point that you made and I'm like, I'll take that and I'll, I, I'll absorb that in my life. Yeah, I like, like to, I like to with some of my, with my close friends, um, I like to, for them to be no, like for them to know, like what I appreciate and what I value mm-hmm. about them, you know, because I think like, especially with best friends, you know, we've known each other for years <coughs> and stuff like that. And you don't actually, you don't really get that opportunity to just kind of like, man, I just, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, the way you handled this or did that, like, man, that's like, proud of you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just a, uh, I want to say like last week or something, my best friend posted on her Instagram story talking like a picture of me and she wrote like this whole message talking about like how proud she was of me and like everything that I've been doing and stuff. And that felt good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially because it coming from like your loved ones, because you can, you probably get that information, like get that kind of feedback from strangers more. So when like, I know I do like, I'll get, Oh, like random people that I don't know, like, Oh my God, you're so such an inspiration and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, you know, about like my weight loss and things like that. But coming from like your best friend that went through the journey with you. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah, it's that, you know, I value that so much more. Mm -hmm. And so, and that makes me feel good too, because it's like, you can omit the whole, like, she's jealous of me. Like she's not, she's proud of me and she values it and she appreciates it. And, you know, and And sadly, a lot of it, like family and like friends, like a lot of them don't do that. Yeah. You know what? I have a theory about that. I feel like it's not that they don't. I think it's just, no, they they know you more. And it's, it's just like what we talked about families, uh, sisters, whatever. Yeah. It's hard to communicate those feelings to yeah. your close people. Yeah. And it's not that they don't feel it, but it's hard to communicate it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's hard to communicate. Um, very, it's, it's easier to compliment a stranger than it is to compliment. And it shouldn't be like a that. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. Last Friday, I had um, like a hot tub night with my two best friends. And they were saying that to me. It's like, I'm proud that 
I've seen so much growth in you. And it's like, I appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to hear. I'm not. the First of all, I'm not a words and affirmation person. So I don't need to hear how proud of me you are all the time. Yeah. It doesn't like, I mean, it feels good, but it's not like what I need. Right. But it still feels good to hear it every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and I'm actually not the best. Words of affirmation is probably the least way I give love. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to do that. But I, I would think that my acts of service is enough or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> my my relationship with you is, you know, yeah. it's like, under. so that brings me to the point. It's like, you have to kind of understand your love languages within friendships yeah, and understand like another issue that I have is when people get, people get offended so easily within friendships. So they get jealous of like, oh, you're hanging out with this person too much or you're not hanging around with me. And you know what I mean? It's like, I don't entertain none of that. Yeah. Like at all. It's like, no, or if you want to hang out, I want to talk about that. I think that's a really good point. And I see it happen a lot as far as like, I feel like with friendships, it's, you don't communicate as much as you do with your partner, right? With your partner, it's easy to tell them, I need more of this, I need more of that. But with friendships, it's like, you don't tell each other what you need from each other. That is not a normalized. Let's try to start normalizing that or whatever. Actually, I feel like honest. I feel like we kind of started that trend, like having even with the podcast, like kind of having meetings with each other. It's like we need more of this from each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to say they're like the easiest conversations, but they're needed. Yeah. To have, you know, definitely not an easy conversation to have. Yeah. But But if you would do that with, you know, with your spouse or, mm -hmm. you know, whoever, why not with your best friends? friends. Mm-hmm. It's it's your the friends. same. It's a, it's a little bit of a different, but it's you should treat it the same way. It yeah. still has value. Yes. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times, um, obviously everybody has close friends, right? But I feel like what differentiates like a close friend to like an acquaintance is the time and commitment you give to each other. Yeah. You know, and there's different levels in your life. And sometimes you're going to be closer to one person because that's where your, your life kind of where you're at in life together. And sometimes, you know, you'll kind of not, I wouldn't say fall apart, but you just kind of, Oh, now they're doing their own thing. A good example is when somebody gets in a relationship or when somebody has kids and you don't. Yeah. But I think también like what has helped me is that not because I don't talk to you every day or hang out with you as much. I still love you yeah. and I still care for you. Like you can message me at any time and I'll, I'll, I will be there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, that's something we even talked, we've mm-hmm. kind of talked about how like you're the type of person that like always shows up everywhere, which I think for me and Paula, we were like, okay, Myra, like sometimes you have to like say have, no, have boundaries and like learn how to say no, because not because you don't want to you. I think for you, you automatically correlate that to like, then they're going to feel like I'm not there for them. But it's like, yeah. no, you've been there. You don't have to be there every year for their birthday. Yeah. I used to be the same way. You know until... what I mean? Because it's still time for you. Under- like if you, if you have the confidence in your relationship, you, you're not going to feel that need to always be there because life is not like that. Yeah. It's like, you know? they should understand you. Yep. They should, yeah. Yeah. I have like, I have a, one of my best friends, she's married. She has three sons and we don't talk every day. Mm-hmm. We don't see each other every week, but when we do, it's, you pick up right. We pick like, up, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. And I think that right there, like, it speaks a lot about about a relationship. I love friends like that yeah. where you could just like yeah. it never happened. Like, and no even, time went by. Yeah, and even the moments where you know, like, I'm being challenged, like as a mother, and 
I, I seek her advice a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's usually the first person that I call and it doesn't matter what time, like she will always pick up, you know, because she's probably saying like, what well, she's calling me, like must be an emergency or something. Cause you know, we don't talk every day or anything. And, um, so having friends like that, man, they don't come too often, you know, mm. but that's a lot of emotional intelligence too, yeah. because it's very easy to, so whenever you have friends that have a problem with you doing your own thing, it's really self-projection on them. They have an attachment toward you because they hold your relationship based on the time you're spending with them, not on the value of it. Yeah. You know? That, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, I think a, a good example of that, and it always comes up in conversations around me is birthdays, an example. Mm -hmm. So with birthdays, I am the type of person that like, if I can be there, I'll be there. Right. You know what I mean? I will. Like I'll even, you don't even, if I consider you a friend, you don't even have to reach out to me. I'll reach out to you. Hey, what are you doing for your birthday? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but I do have a problem that I feel like in the past few years, at least around me, mostly, I feel like people como que ya no, they don't take the time for birthdays anymore. And they don't, they're not like a special. I just, I don't know. I feel like it's enough like to celebrate or what? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I like to celebrate people. I feel birthdays for me. That's like your day. That's like your one day a year, I think. Right. Yeah. It's like. I, I think birthdays to me are extra special. Yeah. I I hate the idea. I you know, one thing about me is that I don't like making people feel bad. I don't like everything I do in my I life. Say yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> but have your I have my boundaries, but I just don't like to make them I don't like the idea of people not feeling special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially on your birthday. Mm -hmm. Because I'm that type of person that I don't really need anybody to make me feel special on my birthday. I'll feel special for myself yeah you know what i mean but i know not everybody's like that scorpio not everybody's <laughs> like that you know scorpio rising go on you say yeah. uh, it's actually i think very leo-ish <laughs> um but what i'm saying is like i think i value birthdays so much mm -hmm. to where i think if it's your birthday and i can be there i'm gonna be there mm -hmm. now i won't go if if i start thinking about hmm I've invited them. I always say I have three strikes and it, I'm just kind of saying that, right? It's not exact or whatever, but if I have invited you at least three times and you haven't made it either of the three times, I'm probably not going to give you my attention anymore mm -hmm. because why should I prioritize you if you haven't prioritized me? You start seeing a pattern. If I start, yes, showing up. good point. If I start seeing a pattern of you not showing up, mm -hmm. I'm not going to show up either. Right. Yeah. I'm not judge. I'm not, um, it's crazy because Scorpios are known to be very grudgmental. I'm actually not grudgmental. I have a lot. That's my Capricorn moon because they have a lot of emotional intelligence. <laughs> but um, I'm not like I don't take things offensively. I don't get offended easily. It's hard to offend me, actually, unless you catch me on the bad moment and I'll snap back at you. But um, I just think that people and, and I'm saying this because of conversations around me all the time, like these little things that people deal with on the team. And that are not talked about like friendships, friendships. I, and I just feel like it's something we're going to continue to talk about, but, um, understand, I think self-evaluate if you're kind of contemplating whether you should be there or not, you probably didn't want to in the first place. Right. But, um, also if you feel it in your heart, you want to be there, then be there, you know, don't mm -hmm. use, Oh, I have it. Because they haven't done Don't that for me. Don't use an excuse. Yeah. yeah, because they haven't done that for me. I'm not going to do that for them. Don't use that as an excuse. Like, under, 
understand your heart, tune into your emotions. And if you want to be there, just be there. Mm -hmm. That may be that one time that they feel like, oh, they're there for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to make more of an effort next time. Effort. Sorry. Effort. That's effort the key word for today. Effort for your friendships. Effort in dating. Mm-hmm. You know. Effort Absolutely. goes a long way. If I see your effort, like that's enough for me. Really? You know? Well, not always. Not always. <laughs> not always. That's not I'm saying more like in, in friendships. Like, yeah, yeah show, you still have to at some yeah. point show up. But like the fact that you, there's effort there yeah. means a lot because we all have lives. We all have different things going on with ourselves. Every year is not going to be the same for your birthday. Not every year everybody's going to show up for your birthday. And that's OK. Not every year you're going to invite everybody for your mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. That's OK. Yeah. Don't hold a grudge against people just because they didn't. Yeah. But Pay attention to patterns, though. Patterns are key. Mm-hmm. You know? That's all I have to say about that. I think I really love our conversation today. Yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming. Even after you only sleeping an hour and a half. <laughs> I know. Yes. You still made it. Before me, too, by the way. Yes. Y eso que Martha no salió anoche. So last night, guys, just to recap. Last night, um, everybody here went out except for me. I was being a good person yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I behave well. I behave. No, I spent time with my husband and, you know, I knew that I had to be here early. So I was like, um, you know, there'll be other times. So I stayed in. I still went to sleep late because I don't know how to go to sleep early, but I wasn't as tired, obviously. I still was the one that showed up late today. Mm And I showed up on time. I know. The one and that I only knew, slept an hour no, no, and a half. I had to leave the first one. I had I to leave my boom was, back. I'm like, I got to go, babe. Sorry. <laughs> I knew she was going to show up on time. So I texted her. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be there late. Well, we'll be there a little bit late. Um, but overall, we all made it. We all created this moment. And I'm so thankful for this moment. Every time all it's, every time that I spent with somebody, it's just I just value it in a different way now. You know? So thank you for being here. Yes, thank oh you. Gosh. Thank you guys so and much. And we're going to have to go out tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. let's do it. Take advantage. Um, Take keep, advantage keep, up on our, keep up on our Instagram stories. So, guys, I do want to say, if you could please go to our Apple podcast. Leave us a review. Leave us. A, we're going to start pushing it. Leave us a review. And if you can, like, we'll repost it on, on our um, stories. Mm-hmm. If you leave us a review. Five um, star. Five star review. If you in- wait, intend wait, to leave- wait, 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 we didn't even touch Bad Bunny. <gasps> oh my oh. god! Oh, it's because we didn't do our Raven rant. I know. Let's do it now, <laughs> guys. Okay, so we skipped our Raven rant in the beginning, but a huge, huge, huge rave <laughs> is that we all got tickets for Bad Bunny. Everybody yeah. here has tickets to Bad Bunny. Yes, Clarissa has yeah. floor-, floor seats. How much did you pay for pay for your floor seats? Just a little under a thousand. Oh my God, floor seats to Bad Bunny. Yeah. So let me tell you guys, like, like right in the stage, like right in front of the stage. Nineteen, right? On yes. Thursday, yeah. two and a half hours. I was literally on my laptop, on my phone, nonstop. Four chats going on, nonstop. <laughs> screenshots. Me, my like, schedule. Behind. It was. Insane. I know. I got behind at work. I have. I was. St- I stayed up to like ten p.m. working because I stopped for that two hours for freaking. <laughs> my Bad sister Bunny. got in. She said something. I'm like. Like, I was, like, freaking out. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, I'm trying to focus right now. So, Bad Bunny tickets. We all got 100 sections. Um, no, we had purchased. Okay, so we were on. Quick story, right? We were on. And um, we got. We were on early. And we didn't even. Weren't even able to get tickets until, the like, first. the 300s. No, we were. By the time Friday. it was our queue. 
for Friday. We got tickets to three hundred over two thousand plus people in the queue. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, "Fuck it, let's just get it." I mean, at least we know we're there, and we'll figure it out. Immediately after, they opened up another show, and we're like, all of us are on, and we were all like, "Okay, where are we going? Are we going to go to Denver? Are we going to?" We were like trying to decide what city are we going to go to. Denver. We're going Canada. to Bad Bunny regardless. <laughs> so we ended up scoring a uh, hundred sections, and the only reason that I scored hundred section is because on one of my other uh, chats that was going on, my cousin was like. I'm in right now. Tell me what section you want. I'll get them right now. And just tell me. I'm like, get us this or whatever. And because by the time it even got to me, there wasn't even any seats left. That's how mm, fast yeah. they were selling. Yeah. So Bad Bunny 2022. I cannot we're fucking believe. Yes. I wait, cannot so did believe. Y- did y'all get the Friday or Saturday? Saturday. I got both. Saturday. You got both? She said both. Oh, no. Wait, I got both too. But I ended up selling mine to my sister because she didn't get oh, any okay. for Friday. So she'll Ours, Friday. Uh, mine's for the Friday. Friday. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm like, ah, so excited. Next year's I just gonna miss be all concerts. Up. I miss concerts. You yes. know, going to concerts. Yes. Like since with COVID, it's. I like, posted yeah. on my story. I'm like, I totally miss like just karaoke with my horrible voice to concerts and and cringing the next day and yeah. the Snapchat. stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you for coming, being here, and I hope you guys, um, like you said, I hope you gain a lot of um, good points. Sit on that, marinate that. If you're triggered good because when you're triggered you learn yeah you either choose to learn or keep tuning in and learn or you're gonna go back to your own bubble which i mean that sucks for you but cheers cheers, cheers. thank you for coming thank you cheers. bye guys we'll bye talk to you next time